Hello there, my friends. Welcome to Story You Talk Radio. I'm your host, Coach Debbie, and I am delighted you are here. And do you know what you are here for? You're here to celebrate with me that Coach Debbie and Story You have been part of KKNW now for five years. This is my anniversary, five years. <laughs> ah, that's Eric celebrating with me. <laughs> Thank you, Eric. <laughs> it's been a pleasure. It is Can't a believe. pleasure. Five years, wow. I know, it's so fast. Five years, just kind of compressed down in time. But you know what makes this all so fun is Eric, for number one, Eric makes it awesome. and. You, you all that are listening, because this is the way that we get to connect every single week. It's right here. KKNW provides the space so we can be with your stories, your books, your blogs, your brands, your ideas, the things you are creating. I love being your coach. I'm your writing coach. Think of me as that. I might be your life coach. You can think of me as that. I come here every Thursday and I bring you a new topic around writing your memoirs and creating your one-year blog and putting out those first articles you've ever done for magazines and accelerating and expanding into the life you are dreaming. Because we're not just creating stories, we're also living into our life story. They're both going on simultaneously. They feed each other. Have you thought about that? Your life story feeds you with what it is you want to write and create. And what you're writing and creating, of course, is feeding your life. So today, I think it's apropos that we talk about writing your book as an act of love and how this self-expression for you has become that act of love. I know it has because any sort of self-expression, just like this podcast, is an act of love for me to offer to you. It is me getting to come here and teach and interview the people that I think would most support you, and that is one way that I extend my love to you. Happy Valentine's Day, by the way, kids. It's Happy Valentine's Week here. You know, we don't limit it to just a day, so you get a whole week of it from us. I really want to help you here to know that when you claim some way that you're going to express yourself, your heart expands. Mm -hmm. It's when you shut down your expression that your heart gets a little bit smaller. You remember that great little cartoon, um, I don't know if cartoon's the right word, Uh, The Grinch That Stole Christmas. Remember that killer movie with, I think it's Boris Karloff and just amazing singing. Uh, And the Grinch 
What do they expose about the Grinch at the end? That all of his shenanigans had to do with his heart being just a wee bit smaller than everyone else. All those little who's down there in Whoville that were just having a great time, whether they had gifts, whether they had food, whether they had nothing but the warm hand next to them to hold and pray with and to sing with and to be happy with, they were happy. But the Grinch? Not a happy man at all. And he was the one with the cute puppy dog. Wouldn't you think that would be enough? But no. If we shut our hearts down, our hearts get a little smaller. What's a great way to open up and expand your heart? Express yourself. Find a way that you like to express you. Have a relationship with your voice. Sing it or say it or write it, but share it. Your self-expression is just one of many ways that you let yourself grow. You let your heart be felt and you let yourself connect with others. So my friends, we're just going to continue celebrating through this whole show that we're here at five years. We got another five years to go, maybe more. And I want to tell you about things that are coming up for you in the year. One thing that's coming up very soon is that in the background, when Coach Debbie's not here producing a live show for you, she is on video. Oh, my goodness. Talk about self-expression. That's that's scarier than radio, you know? Maybe you're real good at it. Maybe you were born at that time where you just came out of the womb with an iPhone in your hand and your own Instagram account, and video was just nothing to get used to. But for an old girl like me, oh, gee, video. And, And what I've noticed about it is that I'm in the background these days creating a storytelling class for you. And honestly, I mean, don't tell anybody this. It's just a secret between me and you. Honestly, the only way I can do these videos and feel really authentic about what I'm offering is if I just think about how much I love talking to you and teaching you. The second I start to think about if I'm, oh God, you know, if I'm giving you the latest and the greatest and the this and the that, I just, I shut my video down. But as long as I can think, you know, this is exactly what you need to be learning right now. This is a really valuable course to help you expand and stretch into the stories you want to share with the world, then I'm okay. I actually feel great then. So thank you. Thank you for that gift. It goes both ways. And it's not lost on me. I'm someone that thinks our voice can be expressed in so many different ways. And like I said, for you, (laughs) I am expanding myself into a little more self-expression by writing a storytelling class. So let me tell you about the class. 
this is for, you know, the, the part of you that you feel like is a beginner. But it's also the, for the part of you that feels more intermediate. This is a storytelling class of several recordings where you're going to learn how to get more immersed into the habit of being a storyteller. And this is a handy thing to be able to do because think about all those holiday things you go to or maybe those work things you go to. You know, you might be sitting around a table and people are eating good food and drinking a little wine and then someone turns their head toward you and says, hey, why don't you tell us about that time when, oh my goodness, it's stressful. You're on the spot. And if you don't feel like you have a connection to storytelling on some basic level, you're going to chicken out, you're going to stammer, you're going to make an excuse, you're going to try and get your date to tell the story. Well, there's a way around this, my friends. Just a simple storytelling class from Coach Debbie can really help you build your confidence. Sometimes the only reason that we keep so quiet or we find our way into the corner of a room, we go into hiding, we don't accept all the invitations, is that we're not sure that if the pressure's on, that we'll be able to come through with our own voice. We get pretty scared that maybe, maybe, maybe we'll just make a fool of ourselves. And if we make a fool of ourselves, maybe we won't get to go back to that great place, that wonderful dining table, or that great place where we work, (laughs) or wherever it is. What if our relationship to our own voice is so dimmed that our heart doesn't feel that open? What if that? What if we miss out on opportunities to share loving, connecting stories You can do this with your coworkers too. I mean, don't hold back. I have heard some of the most heartwarming stories from my coworkers when they start talking about their kids. Beautiful stories. Makes me know the person that much better because their warm heart is the voice of the story. It's a beautiful thing. So here's another beautiful thing. Not only am I pre-recording this class for you, but I have it on offer as a 50% off pre-sale item. What does that mean? That means if you buy it now before it's available in April, that's when I'll be sending it out to people that uh, want the class. If you buy it now, then you get 50% off, so that's $3.99. One payment of $3.99. And I do. I feel that what you really need as a beginner or even an intermediate storyteller, you will find it in this course. Now, if you decide that you want more than the pre-recorded classes, 
I did it this way so you could watch them on your own time. And you can keep them and you can refer to them when you need to. But if you'd like more than that, maybe you'd like some live coaching with me, I will be offering some opportunities where the people that purchase the course can join me for some group coaching. And if you want the more elite package, I'll be looking at my calendar to see if I can open up some one-on-one coaching for you. That's very possible in the month of April. How does that sound to you? This is called the Story You Immersion. The way you find out about it is you join my newsletter. Really easy. You go to CoachDebbie.com. CoachDebbie.com. And that's spelled D-E-B-B-Y. CoachDebbie.com. And right away, there's a pretty little screen that pops up and says, would you like to subscribe to the newsletter? So just put in your email address. And the only thing I do with that email address is send you love throughout the month. Some months, once or twice. Some months, four or five times. You, you got to kind of be on top of it because it can end up for months and months at a time in your spam folder. All you got to do to remedy that is click on reply and just send me a tiny little note. Just say, hey, Coach Debbie, I like some of your offerings. Or, hey, Coach Debbie, when are you going to offer a show on such and such of a topic? Anytime you get the newsletter, go ahead and reply, and that will let the, we'll just call them the email gods, that will let them know that you'd like to have this available to you without you needing to go and search through spam. So before we go to our first break, just a reminder, Story You Immersion is on sale now for $3.99. If you sign up via my newsletter, you get it for half price off. And that is good all the way until we release the class in April. And then the silly people that are late, they're going to pay nearly $800 for the same thing you got for $3.99. Yeah, that's because you're smart. Well, listen, stay smart and hang in there while we go to our first commercial. We're going to come right back. Stay tuned. Did you know your riding coach, Coach Debbie, is also a master level life coach trained by Hay House author, Alan Cohen. She's offering free 30-minute consultations to anyone, not just riders, who are wanting to discuss a big stretchy life goal, which might include, how can I work on my bucket list? How can I better relate to my children, spouse, boss, or in-laws? What should I do about aging and feeling scared to be seen? How might I double my income fast? Email Coach Debbie at CoachDebbie.com slash connect for more information. And right now you can also enroll in Coach Debbie's April course, The Story Immersion. You'll receive eight pre-recorded classes throughout April that you can listen to on your own timeline. As a listener of the podcast, you qualify to save 50%. 
Simply email Coach Debbie by visiting CoachDebbie.com slash connect and get started on the life goal or writing project you've been dreaming about. Welcome back to Story You Talk Radio. Thanks for joining me today. We are talking about writing your book or your blog or your brand or your podcast or your speech or your article. Writing as an act of love. This is a way that allows you to connect to those that you most want to be connected to. When you are writing, when you are speaking, you have a message. When you are singing, even, you have a message. When you're playing music, you have a message that comes through the beat, the rhythm, the emotion. You're connecting to an audience. To some degree, whether you are writing or playing music, this is your voice. And I like to help people learn how to use their voice as an expression of love. Now, we have all kinds of examples in the world of the opposite. And I don't work in those areas. I work in the area where we are writing our books because we think that the topics and the themes will help us expand into a little more love. For example, Becky Gibbler, my client, was here to promote her second book. Her first and her second book, uh, Chronology, I can't say that word right now. (laughs) Chronology, I can't say that word. Her first and her second book were her experiences of not only going through grief, but also the lessons she learned from it and how she is helping others come to terms with grief. Both books were written with that state of love, with that desire to connect to an audience that may not have a place to go in their grief. One place was provided by Becky's book. She wanted people to know, you're not alone. And she had said, if that message reaches one person, my book has done its job. Well, at this point, it has reached hundreds of people, if not starting to reach thousands of people. I am so, so ecstatic for what she has done with her voice in just a couple years' time. She's written two books. She has trained herself as a certified educator through the David Kessler Grief Program. She has really come from being someone that she would say was living a normal, ordinary life to being someone that is active, in expressing her story. Part of her voice is beyond the words she shares. It's in her photography. And right now, she has launched a website where you can go to her online gallery. 
and that is Becky Gibbler. Gibbler is G-I-B-L-E-R, BeckyGibbler.com. I love that she has taken this stance of, this is going to be my way of expressing love. This is going to be the way I journeyed, and I wrote it down, and I can share it with others. Now, there are other people that when they have gone through what Becky went through, she was, she was living her life in COVID. Her partner became sick. She was actually on the way to the hospital to pick up her recovering partner, and, and this is where it all ended. This is where all the surprise and everything, and it, it, it ended with her partner um, dying minutes before Becky arrived at the hospital. Now, imagine, imagine how fast you are filled with grief, and imagine the stages that could follow. There are some people, not Becky, but there are some people that as they experience shock and loss, they also experience a lot of anger. And if they can't transform that anger, they move into bitterness. And bitterness is this tight, dank, lonely corner, and nothing good comes out of it. In fact, love cannot reach into that corner and pull someone out. The thing that really is needed at that point is for the bitter person to take a few steps forward and to feel the love that is available to them. But there are so many people that won't come out of that corner and they end up writing their book. They end up featuring a podcast. They end up putting out all kinds of articles and essays about the real bitterness. Now, it's one thing to know what the bitter section of your story was, but it's another thing to make the entire story that. You don't want to do that. It starts to cripple your heart from the chance of growing. It doesn't allow you to connect with the love that's out there. It instead brings you to connecting with fear and suspicion and, dare I say, hate that is going on. So while there is good work to do around issues where there is bitterness or suspicion, absolutely there's good work to do to bring those people towards a more loving way of experiencing the world. At the same time, you never want to be someone that contributes to the bitterness. And this is why, this is why Story You Talk Radio is so important to me. It helps us connect with the stories and the ways that we are going to express the love. It also, my friends, when you are committed to being a voice, a voice for love, you start to find out all kinds of great things about yourself. I really mean this. 
having a live radio show. Here, I've been here for five years, but before here, I was partnered up with my sweetheart, Todd Allen, and we did Life Mastery Radio together for seven years. Uh, That was 2012 to the very end of 2018. I also did a couple years of Story U on an internet network. So 12 years, is that right? Five, seven, 12. Yes, 12 years now, every week, I show up for a live radio show. And what I can tell you is that it has stretched me. And I wanted it to. I like to do things that I love that stretch me. Now, it's a very different experience to do things you don't love that stretch you. Sometimes those things are important. But to do something you really love and allow it to help you expand into more of the person you want to be, that's a great thing. When you are offering a live show every week, you got to show up. So on those six days in between, what are you doing with your mind and your heart and your soul? If I were to let myself just engage in bitterness and sadness and self-inflicted harms, I wouldn't be able to do the show. I promise you that. There is no way I could come here and share love with you and teachings with you and guidance for you if the days in between I just indulged in bitterness. It would never work. This show has helped me realize those six days in between are very important. It's not just the day of the show. It's not just the hour before the show. It's how I live my life. Now, you know this is true because you've been involved in writing your book or your blog or your brand or your journal. You've been involved in sharing stories around the dinner table, sharing work stories at the water cooler, and hopefully, more times than not, you're finding that you want to express stories of love. Here's what I have found. If you stand around the water cooler or hang out at the big holiday dining room table and all the stories you are telling are negative, get ready because you're going to start to feel the negative stories that are then lodged in your friends and your family and they're going to want to share theirs. Maybe you're sitting with 10 people around a big dining room table. If you kick off that event with a bitter story, well, you've got the minds going of nine other people. And it might just be one bitter story after another that takes over that occasion. It is considered dysfunction to lead with that kind of story because we find ourselves in a habitual pattern of everyone wanting to contribute to the negative and sometimes wanting to 
one up the last story. Oh, you think you had it bad. You get a load of this, you know. And then it's all downhill from there. That's just not where you want to be. You know it starts with the water cooler. When you're at the water cooler and you see your coworker, instead of saying, so, you heard from the boss lately? She's really been a grump. Instead of that, say, hey, I had to have the meeting with the boss and it went better than I thought it might. You know, even if you feel so tempted to gossip about the boss, is there a way that you could allow yourself to go to what is working out? And that's just going to expand your heart. Take it from me, Coach Debbie. I was so, so involved in hanging out at the water cooler and just spreading bad words all around. I had no idea the damage I was doing to myself. I really didn't. When you do something years and years and years later, like have a live radio show, you realize you can't hang out six days in a row at a water cooler talking smack about people and then think you're going to go live and find that place in your heart to share how you really develop your voice. You're not going to find it. So let me just share with you some ways that I feel I've stretched over time, and I bet you have too. One is that I've learned certain boundaries, and I've also learned that boundaries are actually a quite loving thing to do. Boundaries are not walls we put up so that we can keep others out. Boundaries is that space between your heart and what is in front of you and how you how big of a bubble you need around yourself in order to show up as your best. In other words, you can't be so open that anyone and everyone can have access to you at any time for any reason. If you are that person, you're going to spend a fair amount of time getting hurt because there are just people that shouldn't have access to you at any time for any reason and in any way. That's just not going to work for you. At the same time, if you know that there is this big bubble around you that you just live your life in, you can often see out to the edge of it where you keep a watch, let's say, on what you allow in to your bubble. So for example, when I'm outside and I'm walking from, let's say I'm, I'm on the bus a lot, I'm walking from the bus up to the radio show, I'm out in public. So I keep a slightly tighter bubble, imaginary bubble around myself because anyone and everyone could walk up to me. So when I hear someone say, ma'am, excuse me, excuse me, I don't necessarily stop, put my purse on the ground, turn around, face them, give them my full attention. 
in my bubble, I'm reminded to just sort of look over my shoulder and smile, but to continue walking until I'm given reason not to. For example, it's possible that person is trying to say, didn't we meet 10 years ago when we were both working at this place? Now that'd be a good person to stop for. But there are all kinds of reasons why you wouldn't want to stop. So a tighter bubble in public. You may go to family events where you like to express yourself and your story around the dinner table. You like to do it with love, but you've learned the hard way that you can't say just anything because there are people that will respond really negatively or really harshly. So you put just enough of a bubble around yourself to sort of censor how might I decide what I will talk about here and what maybe I won't. Or if I'm asked a question that's very personal, And maybe I would tell this person if we weren't sitting around the table together, I would tell them if we were one-on-one the answer. But since you're sitting around a table and there's 10 other people and they're saying, hey, how's how's your relationship going with so-and-so? I heard maybe you guys broke up, you know? People say that at like family holiday things or big, big events and all of a sudden, you know, you might be on the spot. If you tighten up your bubble at that moment, then you learn a fast boundary, which is, well, you know, stories can fly around and we've had some things to go through. But yeah, stories can fly. And you just sort of leave it a little vague there because you don't owe anyone an answer. These are boundaries. They're not walls. They're ways that you protect yourself. They're ways that you make sure that the environment is suitable for what you want to say. You also, in these boundaries, you're also making sure that you're not offensive to the one that might be asking it. Because in the end, we're, we're there for that one big act of love. It might be that you don't feel safe with two of the people at the table, and yet you feel great with the other seven. And when I say you don't feel safe, I mean you wouldn't go out to dinner with just those two. But now that there's seven other people there, it's fine. It's fine. It'll all blend together. But you're aware You have stronger boundaries when they ask you questions as opposed to all the other seven people that know you best and always got your back and understand that stories are an act of love. You want to be around people that get this. Stories can be an act of love. And how nice it is when we commit to that, when we offer our voice for that. There's other ways, believe me, that storytelling has expanded me. First, I want to take a quick little break right here. 
But when we come back, more about how writing your book is an act of love. Stay tuned. Did you know your writing coach, Coach Debbie, is also a master level life coach trained by Hay House author, Alan Cohen. She's offering free 30 minute consultations to anyone, not just writers, who are wanting to discuss a big stretchy life goal, which might include, how can I work on my bucket list? How can I better relate to my children, spouse, boss, or in-laws? What should I do about aging and feeling scared to be seen? How might I double my income fast? Email Coach Debbie at CoachDebbie.com slash connect for more information. And right now you can also enroll in Coach Debbie's April course, The Story Immersion. You'll receive eight pre-recorded classes throughout April that you can listen to on your own timeline. As a listener of the podcast, you qualify to save 50%. Simply email Coach Debbie by visiting CoachDebbie.com slash connect and get started on the life goal or writing project you've been dreaming about. Welcome back to Story You Talk Radio. I'm your host, Coach Debbie, and I am delighted that you are here. I'm celebrating five years today with KKNW. I'm just so excited about it. It's on the week of Valentine's Day, and I think the very, I yeah, I know, the debut show here was on Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. So I kind of picked that day because that was also the day, um, seven years prior, that I debuted with my sweetheart on Life Mastery Radio, and it was just so fun to start on a day of love. So that is our topic today. We're really looking at how you write, not so much how, but commit to writing that book, that blog, that brand, that article, that speech, that podcast, commit that you can express whatever you need to say by way of love. Usually, the message that we want to share has some base either in fear or in love. And what I've come to understand about my own writing is that I like to deal with fearful topics where the whole of the piece is to express love and connection and the fear bits are inserted in where I can also help in the reframing or in understanding how we grow out of that fear. I don't like to be a person who just spreads fear and lets it linger and do whatever it might do, which is often very, very negative. I tell you, too, that in having a live radio show here for five years. It has expanded me. And I was just talking before the break about how it expanded me to know a little more about boundaries. But it's also expanded me in ways where I am self-confident. And I bet you can relate to this. 
Because whenever you are consistently showing up for something where you feel you have a calling for you, it might be your book, you realize that the confidence you're looking for to write that book, it's inside of you. It is inside of you. You might have to go outside of you to get a little support, and I I highly recommend that. But the confidence you need exists inside of you, and it will only grow if you write more each week, if you speak more each week, if you show up each week. More and more confidence will grow inside of you. It's already there. And that might be what you don't know. You might be thinking, well, I started my book, but I put it down after two weeks because I realized I was going to need more confidence to finish it. Well, that was ingenious on your part to realize you need more confidence to finish it because you do. But do you know where you're going to get it? You're going to get it by showing up week after week, doing the writing, working with your coach, taking the class, learning something new, and realizing, yes, this theme, this topic that I'm writing about is calling to me, and I want to share my love for this with the world. That is going to develop your confidence, showing up and doing it. And you're going to find that by showing up and doing it, at the end of writing your book, you are full of the confidence that you needed to get to the end. That's how it works. And most of us don't know that. We think we have to go and fill ourselves to the brim with confidence before we even get started. What I would suggest is fill your heart. Fill your heart every day with things you can do so that you're connected to your theme and your topic and your message. And that, my friend, that's, that's really going to help you increase that confidence week after week. Another thing is that when you say you're going to write a book or you're going to do a weekly blog, you might have a weekly podcast. Maybe you're someone who goes live on YouTube every week. You're going to start to really impress yourself. You're showing up and you're impressing that there's plenty of people that for good reason possibly aren't doing what you're doing. They have other talents, but you're impressing yourself that the talent you have is getting shared now. Whatever it is you've decided you want to offer is getting shared out in the world now. You learn also, I think, to focus just a little bit more week after week on what your real desires are for that blog or that book and less on what perhaps others told you you needed to do with your blog or your book. I can remember when a friend of mine was getting ready to do a TEDx speech and everyone decided to flood her with advice. 
she really lost her confidence. And one of the things I told her was, you are going to impress yourself if you just go on YouTube like you do. You talk about a little bit from that speech each week. You're just going to impress yourself that you have a voice for your topic and your theme. And when you get to TEDx, you're going to do it well. You're going to feel like you made an offering. And it's going to come from a place of love. That's how it works. You also, by showing up, you get to dive into content that just allows you to become so absorbed in what you care about. I mean, I really care about storytelling and the fact that it allows us to grow in our life. And I really care about storytelling and how it helps us connect to others. I love how storytelling can help us. I don't necessarily want to say save uh, the world in some way. I don't really mean save, but certainly up-level things that are going on in the world. Storytelling is one of those amazing ways that you become absorbed with that that you love. I had a grandmother who, whenever she talked about Grampy, she would just smile ear to ear. And there were, there were the years, many, 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 many years that they were married and spending all this time together, over 60 years. And there were some years when he wasn't here. He had passed on. But her, her stories, her love for Grampy was just contagious. And... Since he's not here to defend himself, I'll just say that Grampy was sometimes a little cantankerous, but that always just flew right by Graham. She just saw him in a beautiful light. And you know what? I think that helped him shine even brighter. It's a beautiful thing when your stories allow you to just be absorbed in that which you love. Just helps your heart be elevated, helps you have an even better experience of the world. I want to also share with you some quotes I found that really, really touched me around writing. Actually, this one right here isn't around writing It's just about being in the world on your love energy, but I'm going to read it to you. My coach, Alan Cohen, puts quotes in his daily newsletter. He calls it his ease letter. I like that better than news. It's ease letter. Here's a quote from L.R. Nost, and it says, Love intentionally, extravagantly, unconditionally. The broken world waits in darkness for the light that is you. Ooh, isn't that a really nice Valentine's Week wish? The broken world waits in darkness for the light that is you. Loved that. Let's move on to what some writers had to say. Robert Louis Stevenson 
He wrote, I kept always two books in my pocket, one to read, one to write in. Now, if you're keeping something in your pocket, that, that just shows you where your dedication is, right? You don't leave home without it. You need a good book to read, and in his case, also a good little book that you can be writing in. We have from Paulo Coelho, he wrote The Alchemist. I hope you read The Alchemist. I highly recommend The Alchemist. He said, this is beautiful. He said, tears are words that need to be written. Oh, talk about writing with love. Tears are words that need to be written. In other words, when you are finding yourself emotional, behind those tears are words that at some point you might want to capture and share because they're an invitation to love. Here we have my, uh, my dear old friend Ed. He loved this author, Umberto Eco, who wrote The Island of the Day Before. Umberto said, to survive, you must tell stories. Wow. To survive, you must tell stories. I think part of that is because you're not going to grow without stories. You're not going to know who you are without stories. You're not going to understand the world and how it unfolds without stories. For children, one of the best times of the day is when their parent picks them up and walks them into the bedroom and tucks them in and tells them a story and then tells them the story again. Have you ever noticed how much kids love it when you tell them again or how, they, how cute they are when they look up at you and go, do it again. You know, they just can't wait. They loved the story. And they were actually quiet, content, <laughs> and all of that while you were telling the story. Here is a wonderful quote from Isaac Asimov. He says, If my doctor told me I had only six minutes to live, I wouldn't brood. I'd type a little faster. Wow. Now there's dedication to your legacy, right? Why brood when there's still more story in you? If you've got the time, let it out. Let it be shared. Let it help you connect. And don't worry that you're not already published. Some of these writers, they knew this wisdom on the way to being published. You are the same. You are on your way to being published. You're on your way to saying that speech out loud. But know that your words count now. They're helping you expand. They're helping you grow. Frederick Nietzsche said, A good writer possesses not only his own spirit, but also the spirit of friends. And again, this just brings us back to what storytelling does for us. I feel that when storytelling is really at its best, it is your offering. It's your gift. 
It's how you connect to others. It's what allows you to have this invisible loving glue between you and those around you. Storytelling allows you to know yourself. It allows you to live a more fulfilling life. Now, you might think, isn't storytelling something that needs to come naturally? Well, I think it just does. But to some degree in which you want to expand, like having a live radio show or writing your first American novel or getting up there on the stage and doing that TEDx, you know, you're going to need a little help along the way, even though you started with a natural talent. If you would like some help this year, I have something for you. I call it the Story Immersion. It is a pre-recorded class that I am doing right now. And when you purchase it right now, I reward you with a 50% savings. When the course is live and being sent out to people in April, I will double the price. So it will go from $399, which it is right now, up to almost $800. So get in on it. Just go to CoachDebbie.com and you'll see where to sign up for the newsletter. And that'll be sending you details so you can easily make your purchase. I want to thank you for being with me on this Valentine's week and on my five-year anniversary with KKNW. I absolutely love bringing you Story You Talk Radio. If you weren't here, I wouldn't get to be here. We wouldn't get to be pals. So thank you for that. I look forward to next week. Have a loving week. And until next time, namaste, my friends.